everybody, and welcome to the weekly Nintendo News Roundup Live, where each and every week the All In crew breaks down the week in Nintendo news, uh, typically on Fridays at 4 p.m. Pacific, uh, 7 p.m. Eastern. Uh, we're doing it a little early this week um, because tomorrow here on the YouTube <laughs> channel, I'm going to be streaming Bomb Rush Cyberfunk for a large portion of the day. So that's yeah. what's going on. Like, <laughs> like if it's Friday, he's streaming it. Like it's it's all it's yeah. all day. This is a game that Seth yeah. has been looking forward to for some time. Let's just say some time. But yes, that is why we are doing it tonight instead of tomorrow, because tomorrow it's all bomb rush all the time. But that doesn't mean we don't have a few things to talk about today, Seth. However, before we do that, we've got to talk about the most important thing. We do. Our patrons. patrons. That's that's right. At patreon.com slash all in podcast. Uh, huge shout outs and thanks to the friends and supporters who throw us a few bones over there. Especially our golden banana tier supporters like Rob Yapel, third strongest mole, Sean, Sean O'Baggins, Ashton, Tim A, aka Neo Prime 33, aka Nintendo Dad number four, Matt Shy Guy City Murray, Phelan Ward, Bill Tucker, Marcus O'Neill, Liam D, Bowza, Gamer Jason, Andrew Wilkins, and Foolish Fuji. A uh, big thanks to our golden banana bunch. Moving to our Triforce tier. Want to thank Josh Vaughn, the godfather of Tingle Love Tuesday. Want to thank John Datfast Cummins of the Retro Logic Podcast, as well as the On Topic Retro Podcast, the Globetrotten Jet Set Nintendo Hub and Sparky of the Nintendo Hub right here on YouTube, Adam Caparello from Retro Groove, as well as Octorock1982 here on YouTube, Shy Guy, the other half of our Shy Guy Mod Squad. Thank you, Shy Guy. Mm-hmm. Dan Hinojosa, Dan and Luma, Solo Something, and the legend himself. The bomb rush cyberfunk in human form, Uncle Randy. Shout outs to Uncle Randy, man. We love you, Uncle Randy. Yes, uh, and indeed. hey, shout outs to uh, to everybody hanging out. Presto the Magnificent here in the live chat, who's uh, joining us, I believe, for the first time live, um, who says, uh, I didn't know that there was a video part to the intro. So there you go. There, there is indeed. If you watch the video version, hanging out with us live here on YouTube, you get to see yeah. a little video component that I whipped up some time ago. You got to see the, <laughs> get to see how the sausage gets made a little bit over here. There there's even um a special Halloween version of the intro mm-hmm. that is only ever present <laughs> on the Halloween episode. So you'll have to wait until Halloween for that. Halloween's coming up. Halloween's coming up. Yes, it is. So. Yes, it is. You and I love our spooky season. We got a few That's things right. that we have that we're thinking about. Mayhaps have to do another game. Mayhaps have to have a couple indie, uh, some spooky indie showcases. Mayhaps, may chance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll see. We'll oh, see yeah. what happens, man. I'm I'm excited. But um, this week in Nintendo news is what I like to call a big week for headlines. There's a lot of headlines this week. So what do you say we get into them, my friend? Yes, there's a lot more to talk about in this shortened week for us than I was really expecting, but a lot of it is super fun, not nearly as uh, down as last week was. So let's go ahead and talk about it. Hey, listen. I thought I thought I tried something different to see if Navi was going to work. <laughs> I tried. I don't know why. I don't know why Navi has, has not been working lately. Audio, you know, people watching the, the video version. I got to figure that out. What's what's going on with Navi? Hmm. But I don't know. Anyways. But, uh, but anyway, no. Seth, let's talk about that Splatoon mini direct that uh, we we watched this morning. I mean, there must have been one, right? There must have. I been. mean, yeah, 
We should say, it wasn't literally a mini direct. It was basically, you know, and they do this every few months or so. They release like a trailer for their new season of content. Um, and this morning's was no different, but the, the different, the, the sort of point of difference was they also dropped like, you know, news about the next Splatfest, new amiibo, stuff that, you know, it, it could have probably been a mini direct if they wanted it to be. Yeah. If they had <laughs> news about side order, they might have actually made a mini direct, yeah. but let's go ahead and jump into what was actually shown off this morning for the upcoming first anniversary celebration of Splatoon 3. First and foremost, we have a new season of content coming to the game, which is being entitled Drizzle Season. Yeah. Uh, I, I kind of like that. That's cool. We're getting two brand new stages, Crab Lake Capital and Ship Shape Cargo. Crab Lake Capital kind of gave me some more A-Towers vibes. I was kind of uh, getting thrown back to Smash Brothers a little bit, but it uh, looks pretty cool. I dig it. And then the, uh, the Ship Shape uh ship shaped cargo company i really like it basically just takes place on this massive uh this massive cargo ship and you got these little octolings on the side or little squid you know eating out of their little ramen bowls it's absolutely adorable but uh new multiplayer stages obviously with their own fun little gimmicks own little design quirks but in addition to that we've got new weapons couple new weapons a new uh paint bucket new like double shot paint bucket that looks pretty cool uh a new minigun that actually looks really cool talk about uh some rapid fire on that thing but there's some really interesting guns there's some really interesting stages but that's not it yeah i mean they they um they're also adding like a new salmon run stage it's the usual suspects this is this is kind of like the the way they go when when they drop a new season yeah. of content it's new, new stages yeah, new catalog, new clothes. Um, one thing that uh, that is funny, Presto in the chat, we got more Splatoon news than Pokemon news at the Presents last week. Yeah, you're not wrong. Um, and, it, you know, the, the new weapons are cool. The new stages are cool. Um, one thing that a lot of Splatoon fans are kind of latching on to is the, like, ability to, like, change your, change gear, your gear a little bit. Yeah. Like you can like put your hat backwards now. I don't know what other, you know, things you're going to be able to do with that, but it looks like on the gear screen, you can just hit a button basically and change what the, the piece of gear in question does. So I'm going to be curious to see how far they go with that, but that's neat. You know, yeah. more customization options are always cool. Um, more table turf cards, yes. you know, are being added, which is another thing. You know, this is, yeah, I mean, like, if, if you're not somebody who keeps up with Splatoon, every four months or so, we get a new season of content. And it is a pretty substantial, I mean, to the game's credit, you know, like, they do support this game very heavily. Yeah. So it's a little know, bit it's... more of everything, more stages, more weapons, mm -hmm. more clothing, more table turf, uh, more uh, salmon run. There's even new yep. work outfits for uh, for the new salmon run stuff. There's a ton of new stuff that they're adding to the game. And uh, that's not all. That's not all. In addition to all of the drizzle season goodness that was dropped this morning, we also got uh the first anniversary Splatfest, which is happening, that begins September 8th. And it goes from September 8th through the 10th. And of all the Splatfests that have happened in the first year, this is the one that I am by far most emotionally invested in. <laughs> this is between the three members of Deep Cut, Shiver, Fry, and Big Man. And some people have mistakenly read it as who would be the best leader. No, it's who's the best. It's who's the yeah. best, who's the best member of Deep Cut. Some people mistakenly read it as who would make the best leader. 
but we all know what really is going to go on in a Splatfest, Seth. Yeah, well, yeah. Shout, hey, Mute Dog. Mute Dog's in the chat. What's up, Mute Dog? What's up, bud? Um, I think it might be one of Mute Dog's first time seeing We got some some first-time folks hanging out here on Thursday night. what happens Thursday on Thursday. Night. Yeah. I guess so, yeah. Th- thanks for uh, for coming out, guys. Yeah, I think... Um, you know, Shiver has won the vast majority of the of the Splatfest, the, yeah. like the vast majority, um, which is you know, which is there. It could be down to the um, the the items that they associate with her, like the the things that they associate. But yeah. um, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be really interesting. Hey, Mister T two fourteen was behind in the current catalog, but I think I'm going to make it to one hundred before the new season. Can Big Man lose? That's kind of where we're at. Like I feel like. We as a society, we need to do it for Big Man. We do. Big Man has we not won nearly enough of these, and he he needs the W. I think. Why I, I don't think he'll Big be able Man to recover. Sad. Like if he doesn't win this, how is he going to recover emotionally? And all know? and all joking aside, yes, they did try to, uh, you know, bottle nose it into. Uh, you know, this idea of who would be the best leader as opposed to just blanketly who is your favorite of the three. But I mean, this is probably, unless they do these specially for anniversaries, this might be the only time we get the Shiver Fry and Big Man Splatfest in any respect. So even though they tried to create their own category for this, I think a lot of people are just going to default to whoever their favorite is. So, I mean, you can, and that I think is weird because you will have people out there that make the choice based on the letter of the law. It's like, oh, I think within that, this character would be the best leader. (laughs) And it's going to, I think it's going to weirdly skew people's choices because you're going to have a lot of people that are picking based on, the actual wording of this Splatfest, and then you're just going to have a bunch of people picking their favorite regardless of what's going on anyway. So I don't know if that's going to cause a huge skew in the results, but regardless, we know who needs to win, Seth. We need to do it for him. I, I agree. Hey, Bowser's in the chat too. What's up, Bowser? Um, I, I think that um, something that a lot of people are not, and I'm not trying to posit that this is what they're going to do here. Yeah. But um, something that, that I'm not seeing many people point out though, is that, you know, oftentimes Contrarianism. when it comes to these, well, not even just that when, when it comes to like major splat fests like this, they're character based. Mm-hmm. Splatoon has been known to base the lore of the world around their results, you know, like pretty famously at the, the final splat fest of Splatoon one pit, you know, Callie and Marie effectively against each other. And that formed the story of, of Splatoon two. Um, and you know, they're, they're no strangers to doing this order versus chaos in Splatoon two ended up informing what will eventually become the side order story DLC for Splatoon three, whenever that happens. And that's what kind of thrust the world into chaos and post-apocalypse. Like, these spot fests do inform the lore of Splatoon at large. And a lot of times they're like silly, goofy little things, but who knows what happens to the winner or loser. And again, I'm not trying to posit that this is going to be considered like, but it could be, you know, my, my point is, is that it could be, they, they could do whatever they wanted to, um, based on the sort of reaction to this splat fest. It could be that they're hanging on to, uh, side order a little bit longer to see if they want to work that in, 
you know, into something. Who knows? So big man loses another one. He's going to do a heel turn. Nobody loves me. Yeah. Yeah. I maybe. you know what I mean? Like there's, there's a lot they could do. And again, I don't know That's that true. they will, but you know, it's, it's interesting to, to think about. And um, yeah, I mean, I'm team big man all the way. There's not a question in my mind. Um, I, I hope to see people fighting for big man out there because big man needs it. It's I'm unfair. six foot six. If I knew nothing about the game, I would be <laughs> team big man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, in addition to the Splatfest, that's again from September 8th through 10th. Yes. Just um, a couple of weeks away now. So not, not too far away. I don't know if we said or not, but the drizzle season kicks off September 1st. Yes. So that in itself is, uh, is, is kicking off very soon. Um, in addition to that, in November on November 17th, deep cut are finally getting their own amiibo, which, oh. you know, has been a long time coming. It, has it kind been of needed to coming. happen. It has. So, and, uh, what is it about these? Like the new figures just look better and better and better. These deep cut amiibo figurines look amazing. They look so good. And big man, I'm glad I was a little concerned about whether or not they were going to size down big man to a more traditionally sized amiibo. And I'm really glad to see that. No, all three figures are scaled to, you know, their appropriate size proportions. Big Man is scaled to Shiver and Fry. You know, they're not going to be the same size figures. Big Man's getting a little bit bigger. Uh, like his his single box, the singles are only going to be released in Japan, apparently. But his single box look like it looks like he could actually house all three. Yeah. I, and yeah, I, I think here it's a triple pack. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't know what the pricing of it's going to be. Who knows when pre-orders will be turned on for it, but, um, but yeah, it's, it's cool. It was, it was high time, you know, that, that they got their own Amiibo and Amiibo functionality in Splatoon is pretty cool for anybody who has engaged with it. You can scan the Amiibo and actually pose and take pictures with the characters in addition to unlocking new gear that is yep. exclusive to, to the Amiibo. So, um, Amiibo functionality in Splatoon is actually quite cool. Um, so I'm excited to see what gear is unlocked. The um, for, uh, probably. It's yeah, good. the masks yeah. they all have. Yeah, I've got to imagine yeah. it's their masks. At the very least, I'm sure that's not going to be the only thing. But, yeah. I mean, that's just the one that, that you know, really sits out in my mind. Especially since all three figures are holding their masks. Right. So, like, that's <laughs> that's a pretty big clue right there. But, regardless, yeah. I'm happy that they're all still getting it. I've had my Kelly and Marie amiibo since splatoon one i've had my pearl and marina amiibo since splatoon two i'm really happy to finally be able to complete the trifecta i guess Mm -hmm. yep really cool but yeah a lot of splatoon news um sort of out of nowhere but uh there's a lot of little headlines of things getting dates and new information that we should hit uh i i got here this is a press release we got earlier this week. Uh, we talked about this on the show recently. Digital Eclipses, the making of Karateka. Yep. Um, and I just wanted to kind of relay this because it was dated for August 29th on other consoles. It is releasing on Switch later at some point in September, and we will have coverage of this game when it comes out. So I just want to, uh, you know, prep y'all for that. Look forward to that. We will uh, be able to show off this game and talk Absolutely. about it when when the game comes out on Switch. So. Look forward to that. Weird. I like Karatek is not exactly going to be a console pushing game. So I do wonder what about this package is pushing back the Nintendo Switch 
date. I wonder if there's just so much in terms of video files and file right. size. I wonder if there's just so much like documentary footage and again, just so. video files that, um, that the Nintendo switch is having a bit of a hard time. I've got to imagine that's it because again, this is a very old game that just by itself, even if you had a hundred different versions of it on this cart, it shouldn't be pushing it like that. So again, that's my thought process. Yeah. And it could also be that they're, um, you know, I, I am imagine I'm not trying to, you know, I, I don't know this. I don't have any like insider knowledge, but, but I imagine that there will be a physical version like through LRG or somebody like that. One of their partners, digital eclipse works with them a lot. Yep. Um, and it could be that they're timing the switch version to the planned launch of that. Like it could be that they're saying, Hey, you know, let's go ahead and put these other versions out. But in September is when like the switch cart production is able to sort of catch up. And that is when we're going to launch it so that we can say, Hey, buy it. And then buy it dig- uh, physically through LRG or, or whoever, you know, there could be a million little things, but regardless uh, it's coming out on, uh, on switch in September and you'll hear us uh, talk about it for sure. Oh. Absolutely. Very much looking forward to this idea of the gold master series that Digital Eclipse has announced. Very much looking forward to Karateka and other forthcoming games in the same series. We're supposed to hear about another one uh, this year as well. So we don't know what that is yet, but we are supposed to hear about another one um, at at some point later this year. Uh, We also got a release date for the Batman Arkham Trilogy. That's coming October 13th. Perfect time. Of course, uh, yeah. For that game to come out the week before Mario Wonder. You know, why not? (laughs) Why Um, not? But but yeah, that's coming. I will say one thing to note about this. um, If you're getting Batman Arkham Trilogy physically, Arkham Asylum is the only one complete on card. So if you are a physical collector, just know that going in, um, there is required download of Arkham City and Arkham Asylum. So, or uh, Arkham Knight, rather. So just do be aware of that. Yes, but, uh, you know, especially with another very high profile game coming out on the Nintendo Switch this week, I'll be very interested to see how this version of the game holds up and how mm-hmm. it translates to Nintendo's hybrid console. In, ter- like, in terms of what they've tweaked... Uh, like they haven't really spoken too much to any remasterings or or gameplay tweaks or or anything like that, right? It's essentially just no. ports of the three titles. I think so. Yeah. I mean, that being said, that's fine. All three titles are fantastic. Uh, but uh, yeah, look forward to that on October thirteenth. I do wonder if that had some small thing to do with Alan Wake getting pushed back, but but never mind. Mm, I don't think so. I. Yeah, Alan Wake got delayed a a couple weeks, but I I think that was more so just because of like Spider-Man. Like it was, you know, otherwise going to be coming out the same time as that. So um, I don't think they're they're super scared about the Batman Arkham trilogy on Nintendo Switch. (laughs) But uh, but you know, I'm I'm looking forward to it. And like you were kind of alluding to Red Dead Redemption uh, earlier, which came out this week, and we'll we'll talk about that a little bit when we get to notable releases. But um, but yeah, by all accounts, that's like a good port because they didn't really do anything to it exactly. they just carried it over and it's just on switch and it's like one of those situations where it's like if you don't muck around with it too much then like you can like bring these things over just fine and it didn't doesn't have to be like some remastered treatment it could actually just be the game so i kind of hope that's the treatment here to be honest with you because those games are good as is yeah i have so. seen a little bit of a dialogue pop up about you know you know, with such old games, just simply porting them over with doing 
almost nothing besides that. But, you know, mm-hmm. I think that's a much deeper conversation for another time. But yeah, uh, maybe. Was, especially when it comes to the Batman Arkham, like if it started out as a nine, nine point five out of ten, I'm perfectly happy with just a straight port. And especially in regards to Arkham City, like that's exactly what it was. Arkham Asylum and Arkham Knight are absolutely no slouches either. But yeah, those games are, I'm perfectly fine with, perfectly fine with just them porting without having to remaster or adding any, uh, any new content or anything. And very much looking forward to seeing how those stack up. There's so much, especially with all the DLC, especially yeah. with all the DLC for all of those games and all the different costumes and fan service and extra challenges and everything like that. Those are going to be fun to jump back into. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My, my reaction to, to that notion of like, like, is it worth it if all they're doing is just like yeah. kind of carrying it over? Like my reaction to, to people saying that is just like, why do you care? <laughs> just don't buy it. Like if that's not what you're interested in, just don't buy it and move on with your life. <laughs> you know, like, but there are a lot of people that are switch owners who never got a chance to play these, you know? So like if they, if they come over the solid port on switch and I think it's going to be rad to have these games in handheld. Like I, you know, if this runs well, I'll be very excited about it personally. These games are great. So, you know, yeah, but we'll see. October 13th. Not going to lie, it would be cool, like, especially for the detective stuff, if you had, like, touchscreen functionality. That, that'd be cool. I'm just, you know. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. I'm not necessarily expecting that, but we'll, no, we'll neither see. Am I. We'll see. <laughs> neither <laughs> am I whatsoever. But speaking of comic book heroes, Seth, this, this DLC for Shredder's Revenge looks so good. Oh my lord, it looks so good. We knew it was coming soon, but sure enough, we actually got a date for the brand new TMNT Shredder's Revenge DLC, and we finally got it dated. It's actually coming out August 31st, this month, just a couple weeks away, as we're recording this right now, two weeks away, two Thursdays from now, and I cannot wait. They finally revealed the... I presumably final character of this DLC, and that is Karai. Karai, Shredder's daughter, uh, kind of anti-hero member of the Foot Clan. And I'm super happy about this, especially since the uh, mid-2010s, especially since the mid-2010s Nickelodeon series. Karai's been getting, I think, a lot more uh, noticeable. She's been in the limelight quite a bit more. A lot more people know who the character is. So uh, I'm excited for, I always like it when slightly more obscure characters get to come to the forefront. Uh, But honestly, aside from Yusagi Ujimbo and Karai, this, this dimension hopping DLC and this ridiculous amount of new skins and colors for these turtles and the fact that you can somehow transform or somehow control the boss characters from the game. It looks just stunning. It looks absolutely amazing. They look like they have colors and costume options that range from 8-bit versions that look like they're back on the TMNT arcade game NES and TMNT 3 Manhattan Project. They look like they actually have skins based on the rise of the TMNT cartoon. They look like they have skins based on the old black and white Eastman and Laird comic books. Um, It looks so, so cool. The... uh, uh, Dotemu and, and Tribute are even posting like super obscure things like the interdimensional cow head that the turtles used to travel through dimensions with that like 
I thought I was literally the only person on Earth who was even still aware of that character. So the 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 deep cut references and the clear passion and and everything that they're doing with this new DLC, like if they if they made a new physical edition with all of this included, I'd probably re-get it. Like it's just so cool. Yeah, it's going to be seven ninety nine. Comes out August thirty first. Um, we we got the release date this week as well. Mm-hmm. Um, little unfortunate timing, to be honest. August is kind of stacked. Yeah. Um, but you know, very very cool. Shoutouts to NI eighty seven in the chat coming in from Ireland. What's going on NI eighty seven? Shoutouts to to Ireland. Good uh, really cool. First first time. Uh, yeah, first time watcher. Um, yeah, this looks great. I mean, like this, this continues to look great. Shredder's Revenge is super fun. Yeah. Um, it's just a really solid, well-made TMNT beat-em-up. I highly, I mean, it's just, it's just easy to recommend to anybody. If you're a yeah. TMNT fan, there's no easier recommend than Shredder's Revenge. So. If you're even just a beat-em-up fan, it's, it just, yeah. as, as, uh, just as far as it being a beat-em-up goes, it's an amazing beat-em-up. And that's going up against a pretty stacked beat-em-up roster that the Nintendo Switch has garnered over the past couple of years. Uh, but it's so cool. It really is. If you haven't tried it out, I highly recommend it. But if you haven't, August 31st would absolutely be the perfect time to jump in. You can beat the arcade mode. You can beat the campaign, the story mode in just a few hours. But it looks like this survival mode that they're adding is going to add a ton, a ton of playtime to an already phenomenal package. Yeah, ma'am. Yep. Get excited for that. Uh, you you have this in, I, I don't know anything about this. Tell me about this Dawn of the Monsters Arcade Plus DLC pack. Yeah, so Dawn of the Monsters, the Kaiju beat-em-up. You know, speaking of beat-em-ups, we just talked about TMNT. But Dawn of the Monsters is a Kaiju-style beat-em-up from way forward that has had this big DLC update in the pipeline for some time. They even held a fan vote as to which new character should be included with the next DLC patch. And it wound up being this Voltron-esque Meteor Timujin who will be added to the game when this DLC drops next week, next Thursday, August 24th. But it's not just the character Uh, It is a multi-tiered update. It actually includes paid DLC, but there's also a free update. So as far as the paid DLC goes, you have a new character, the, again, Voltron-style Meteor Timujin. You've got uh, an arcade mode that you can play through, which, you know, as anybody who's played beat-em-up, campaign beat-em-ups, will probably be able to understand what the arcade mode is. But in addition to that, there's also 50 new skins for all the characters that are already in the game. That's five zero. Wow. Five zero. Fifty new skins for all the characters that are in the game. That's the paid DLC. As far as the free update goes, the free update, if you already have the game, is going to include new story plus. It's going to include new game plus, new game plus plus, and new game plus plus plus. Nice. So you're going to be replaying that game forever. But in addition to that, they are, they're also going to have challenge trials. And for those who like a little bit more of an authentic kaiju flavor, they're adding Japanese voiceover to everything with the free update as well. So uh, if you've got that, if you've got Dawn of the Monsters, there's a lot of reasons to come back to it. Even if you don't pick up the paid DLC, there's a lot of stuff coming to, uh, to the free update as well. And that releases again next week, August 24th. I believe that's also $7.99. I'll have to double check that real quick. Okay. Nice. 
Well, we, we got that going on, uh, next week again, you know, not, not, not for nothing. Uh, August continues to be very stacked. Apparently new cult of the lamb DLC also being revealed next week on the 21st, which they've had percolating for quite some time. So, yep. uh, yeah, yeah. August, you know, you know, as if there wasn't enough to play. Yeah, you got that. And then a new season of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, one of the most underrated fighting games on the Nintendo Switch. We're actually getting a reveal for the second season of that tomorrow, August 18th, as we're recording this episode. So uh, uh, by the time the weekend hits, by the time our next episode hits your feeds, we'll already know what the next season of content is going to look like for JoJo. But like, there's there's so much going on, man. There's so much in terms of like DLC and releases and and everything. And I'm here for it. I'm absolutely here for it. Uh, like, there's just too much, though. I love it, but it's too much. Yeah, yeah I, I, <laughs> I have, I'm having a hard time keeping up with even just what's what's been coming out this week. So, uh, as Presto points out, yeah, Seth's playing three games at once to get through them all at this point. You're not wrong, Presto. Um, but speaking of that. Let's hit these notable releases, shall we? Yes, there's quite a few. This is an absolutely stacked week. And even though it hasn't technically come out yet, I mean, we kind of have to shout out Bomb Rush Cyberfunk as releasing this week. I think we've I think we should probably mention that. Yeah. Little teeny tiny game. It's a little bit of a big deal. My most anticipated game of the year with a bullet. I, uh, you know, I'm going to be streaming it, like I said, for a long, nice long stream tomorrow. Come hang out. From what I've heard, I don't know. Um, I, you know, I don't know for sure when it's hitting the eShop. Um, but from what I've heard, we're expecting it sometime tomorrow morning and I'm literally planned the second I can download it and fire up the stream. I am. So if you come through all, uh, youtube.com slash all in podcast at some point tomorrow, Friday, August 18th, you will probably see me streaming bomb rush Cyberfunk there. So come hang out. Um, would love to see you there. I'm very, very excited for the game. So very much looking forward to it. Um, but you know, there's a couple other little teeny tiny games that have come out this week too. Couple other little teeny tiny games. You guys definitely need to make sure to check out our new episode this coming Saturday because we have a pretty jam-packed segment talking all about Marble It Up Ultra. Uh, we got the opportunity to talk with four members of the team, the founding four of the Marble founding Collective, four. and uh, it, and it was amazing. And turns out. The game's really, really good. And if you're already a Marble It Up fan, if you've already purchased Marble It Up before on the Nintendo Switch, we have a very special surprise for you. The game is free. Yep, free upgrade. If you own the original Marble It Up, you can upgrade to Ultra entirely for free, which is really cool, consumer-friendly. I don't believe uh, this is the case on Switch, but on other platforms, you can even download a demo for it. And this yeah. is the kind of game that I think that um, if you play the demo for you know, 30 seconds, you'll know instantly if this game is for you or not. Um, this, th the game's incredible and it's been really special to see the community latch onto it. Um, there's a dedicated Marble It Up Ultra, you know, uh, forum yeah. thread, a game hub, um, in our, in our discord. So if you are a Marble It Up fan, um, you know, we've got a free and welcoming discord. Um, you know, the links are always in the video descriptions. And if you want to come share some times and arrange multiplayer sessions, um, I'm already so, yeah. like, 
at some the, point next week, I'll probably do a multiplayer session. So yeah, that's the thing. Like Marble It Up Ultra doesn't just have a bunch of tracks that you can speed run and, you know, boast about your times online. There's a brand new soccer mode. There's this zombie infected mm-hmm. mode. There's some really interesting looking multiplayer modes in Marble It Up Ultra that we fully intend on checking out in the all-in community in the near future. It looks like it's super fun. There's a ton of different marbles and customization options and hats and different things that you can uh, outfit your adorable little orb with. It's an incredibly cool, incredibly robust package. Yeah. Yeah. Highly, highly recommend. And again, tune in to All In a Nintendo podcast this week on Saturday to hear uh, the biggest indie showcase we've ever done in the show's history uh, dedicated to this game. And I think that the love and the passion um, and the attention to detail uh, going into this game is just staggering. And I think y'all will, will come away with a whole new appreciation for for it. So definitely check that out. Of course, also earlier today, Vampire Survivors dropped on the Nintendo Switch. Uh, I put up a video on the YouTube channel of me playing actually the first time I'd ever played Vampire Survivors. Um, I'd never, yeah, I'd never played it before either. I was kind of waiting. I knew it was going to come to Switch eventually. And um, turns out, the hype is real. It's a very good and addicting game. <laughs> Dude, I try. I knew I had to try it before we started recording tonight. Uh, I had seen just, you know, clips here and there, and I'd heard people. I'd heard all the superlatives being thrown around online. Like, it won the BAFTA game of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I, you know, I'd heard all this hype and everything. I was like, I've got to do at least one run. I've got to find out what everybody's talking about. So I jump in, and I do a run, and I'm collecting power-ups and collecting gems and leveling up and living, you know, and I'm like, yeah, this is all right. This is this is okay. And I, you know, I play for about ten minutes. That's where my first run ends, and I use my gems and my money to to upgrade my character ever so slightly. I got the DLC as well, um, and I was like, yeah, okay, it's done. And then all of a sudden, like, I feel this itch in the back of my mind, like, must play again, must play again. I'm like, oh no, it's got me already. Oh no, yeah. Oh no, it's it got gets me you already. Right away. And I do think it is kind of funny because Vampire Survivors, like, it's not a very, you know, deep game. Just walk. Yeah, you just walk (laughs) around. You attack automatically. It's not exactly, it's not exactly an RTS over here. Uh, It's a very, very simple game. But with a simple game comes a simple price tag. It's only five bucks. And hilariously, it's on a launch discount right now, which, you know, 50 cents off of a game on the eShop, I think is hilarious. That's just me. Uh, the DLC is normally $2. Those are both on a 10% off launch discount being a full whopping 20 cents off a piece. Uh, but yeah, even based on its normal pricing, you can get the game and currently two sets of DLC for just nine bucks. And again, it looks like it's going to be one of those things that just eats away at your time. One of those games, you just like, oh my God, how in the world have I already put 200 hours into this game already? Yeah. Shout out Bowser in the chat says Vampire Survivors is deeper than you think. So I'm excited to see, you know, how deep the rabbit hole goes with it. Presto makes a, makes the good point. Uh, excited to try multiplayer for the first yeah. time today. There is multiplayer yes. uh, in, in the game now. So uh, that's also worth noting local multiplayer only, yeah. but, um, but yeah, you can play Vampire Survivors on your Nintendo switch now in multiplayer, yeah. which is very, very cool. So 
Yeah, the Shout Nintendo Switch, that. for our intents and purposes, is the big story. But yes, in addition to releasing on Switch today, that multiplayer DLC did also drop for the other platforms the game is on. So if you have it on other platforms, I'm excited for you guys to check out the new content. Yep. Yeah, in addition to that, the Cosmic Wheel Sisterhood came out this week, which is one that I've had my eye on for a little bit. Sort of a deck building, like tarot card game slash visual novel. Um, really cool, gorgeous art. Yeah. Um, kind of neat, like, you know, witchy vibes from Devolver Digital. And um, I really, I really want to check this one out. Looks Honestly, cool. like, uh, I kind of seen it a little bit over the past few months, but I've seen it a thousand times over the past couple of days just because apparently it's getting very well reviewed from a lot of different yeah. outlets. So, uh, I mean, good reviews are really good press. I've been seeing it a lot just because people have been saying good things about it. And that alone makes me want to check it out. But that also came out from Devolver Digital this past week. Also want to make sure this might be the most important release of the past week. So I want to make sure that we shout out Black Skylands. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> most important release of the week. Yeah, you're right. So, but <laughs> I, I wanted to shout that out because it did come out. And our good friend Sparky, one of our patrons, the master of the Nintendo Up, he actually put up a video. Neither Seth or I have played it, but a person that we... Uh, we respect the opinion of very much has put a video out on it. So if that is a game that came out this past week you're interested in, I highly recommend checking out his video. And that's really all I'm going to say on the matter. Yeah. Go, go over to the Nintendo hub, check out Sparky's video. Sparky's there playing the game. So we don't have to, man. Sparky's <laughs> Sparky's doing a, a service. And like, I mean, look, the game looked incredible. Yeah, it did. Like it the, looked the trailer looked very good. So, um, but yeah, so, you, you know, check out Sparky's video. I'll, I'll leave it to that. Um, shout outs to extreme sports from way yep. forward. The game boy color sports RPG <laughs> that was yep. randomly ported to the switch, uh, this week. Because why not? Because sure. why not? Sure. I feel like that was just a passion project of someone like Matt Bozon or somebody who just had a, a like a big soft spot for that game. He was like, you know what? I just really like that game. I want to bring that back. And, you know, way forward and limited run. Limited run also helped publish it as well. So I'm sure that had a little something to do with it. But yeah, Game Boy Color Sports RPG Extreme Sports. That also released on the Nintendo Switch this week. So that's a thing that happened. It is. And of course, we've already talked about it a bit, but Red Dead Redemption uh, is now available on the Nintendo Switch. $49.99 does include the Undead Nightmare DLC, one of the great DLC expansions of all time. And um, you think so? I, yeah, I do. Yeah, it's, it's really, really strong. Um, especially like if you're trying to play something to get you into the mood for like spooky season, it's just this yeah, like well, yeah. cheesy grindhouse horror. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it is. Experience. <laughs> really, really good. I, I, I love it a lot. Um, so check that out. If you have never played the game before and like, this is your way to play Red Dead Redemption, 49.99 is kind of a steal to be honest for, for the amount of content that is in that game. And for the, looks like the, you know, the fact that it's come over with no real, issues like even looking at the game side by side with other versions of it it looks mm -hmm. like it runs pretty much at parity so um you know it, it seems like it's worth it if you know it's up to you to decide if it's worth it or not but uh if this is something that's in your wheelhouse check it out red dead redemption it's now something and by the way we talked about arkham not having the full game on cart it looks like this does yeah it does so so yeah it doesn't cool. have that dlc or it doesn't have that download 
uh, required tag yeah. that uh, has kind of been the death nail for my collection uh, bug a couple times, like with, uh, you know, Life is Strange and like with Batman Arkham. But it looks like this game is full. I mean, it makes sense. It's effectively a PlayStation 3, Xbox 360 game, despite the fact that, yes, it does have the DLC included. But, yeah, so it looks like it's the full game and DLC all on cart. If you're interested now, the the physical didn't come out this week. We still have to wait right. a little while on that. But a physical is coming for the game. Yep. Yep. So look forward to that. That's notable releases, though, I think. Uh, I believe it is, too. Yeah, we've got Bomber Cyberfunk, Marble It Up Ultra, Vampire Survivors, The Cosmic Wheel Sisterhood, Red Dead Redemption, Extreme Sports, and, of course, Black Skylands. So, <laughs> of course. But, yeah, yeah, of course. But... Guys, it's been an absolutely stacked week. There's been a ton of interesting stuff. We got a ton of stuff going on. Uh, like next week is Gamescom. Capcom announced a new uh, showcase coming uh, later on this month. Or there's all call kinds of stuff uh, happening for the rest of the month. But let us know what you guys are up to this week, and make sure to reach out to us on Facebook and Twitter slash X at All In Podcast. Join that amazing Discord community, especially if you're a Marble It Up fan. You should absolutely be in our Discord. Go ahead and join that. But since you're here, everybody who's watching us here on YouTube, go ahead, uh, slam that like button, the subscribe, the bell, all that good stuff. Make sure you don't miss any of the amazing content that we drop here on the YouTube channel. And go ahead and check out Seth's video on Vampire Survivors that he uploaded earlier today go ahead and check that video out showing off the brand new nintendo switch version of the bafta award-winning roguelike now in addition to that we you know i mean we produce a ton of content weekly podcasts videos all kinds of stuff but seth seth did you know that we actually produce exclusive content for our patrons i yeah I oh. knew about that. I mean, some sometimes it does, you know, you 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 get so busy making it, it, it feels like it's just sort of manifesting. But no, it is as a result of our hard work. So patreon.com slash all in podcast is the place to go. If you want to throw us a few bones for our hard work, we really appreciate it. A lot of the people hanging out with us here live tonight are patrons. We we thank you and we appreciate you. Uh, so head over there, see which tier of support works for you. You can get a seven-day free trial to the golden banana tier and, uh, and kind of see what the fuss is about if you'd like to to give that a shot links to that are in the uh the video description so uh so check that out and of course uh tune in to the main show tomorrow also all in a nintendo podcast you can also leave us uh five star reviews wherever you listen and uh that's appreciated as well so yeah. thank you main show is not dropping tomorrow the main show is still dropping uh, on saturday yeah but yes yeah. do please check that out this one is like this episode is going to be really really good you've uh, you guys definitely make sure to yeah. check out that massive jam-packed double stuffed Oreo version of the indie showcase that we have. We also have a really cool top five, but we've got so, so much stuff going on. But before we say goodbye, we just want to send out a massive thank you to all of you amazing legendary patrons, to all of you who have dropped words on whatever podcast service you listen to us on for all of you who have picked up a piece of our merch at bit.ly slash all in merch for all of you who have even just shared our content somewhere across this vast, internet of ours we would like to extend to you namaste
Namaste, everybody. Thanks so much for coming out. We've got a lot of first-time chatters here tonight. Um, we had, before the stream even went live, somebody named Charn Towers came in with, like, some angry face emojis. Must not be a big man fan. Uh, Presto was in here. <laughs> Mute Dog was in here. Mr. T214 uh, was in here. Bowza, uh, NI87. So big thanks to everybody who came out tonight. We really appreciate y'all again. Tomorrow, Bomb Rush Cyberfunk stream happening right here. Uh, so tune in tomorrow if you want to see that game on the Nintendo Switch. Again, like and subscribe before you head out. Uh, All in a Nintendo podcast drops on Saturday, and it's going to be a good one. You're not going to want to miss it. Links to that are in the video description as well. But uh, until next time, we're out. Bye, Have a great weekend, everybody. It's a special weekend. Mm-hmm.